0: In London, technology is the Silicon Roundabout. Introducing a new talk show dedicated to the people of the London technology startup scene. Silicon Real. Each week, interviewing entrepreneurs, venture capitalists, financial technology, accelerators, and incubators in an exciting three-person format. Learn about the people behind the innovation. Locally filmed, locally sourced. Silicon Reel. It's about the people. This is Silicon Reel, the weekly talk show dedicated to the people of the London technology startup scene. I'm Brian Rose. I also host London Reel. It's uh, the same studio. It's a little bit (coughs) crazy of a show. We've had uh, recently uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the... uh, Celebrity astrophysicist. We had uh, Tim Ferris from the Four Hour Everything. We had George Galloway in here. We had all sorts of crazy people. So uh, check that out at lundromill.tv. But today we're here to talk tech. My co-host is a serial entrepreneur and investor Ivan Mazur, who is the uh, CEO and founder of Ometria which uh, makes, I think, big data of e-commerce nice and simple for retailers.
1: Spot on. Is that exactly about right? right? That's exactly right. You like
0: that? You can use that if you want. I will. Uh, you I will. were our guest uh, five <laughs> months ago. You were one of like our most popular shows ever. You're rocking at like four or 5,000 views. Um, thanks so much for being here and being co-host, man.
1: Listen, thank you for having me back. It was awesome last time. I couldn't stay away.
0: Yeah, right? And it's perfect, too, because I know Bitcoin is, uh, Bitcoin is right up your street. You just uh, posted an article on your blog about Bitcoin because you had so many people asking you about it, you thought you would just give the basics, right?
1: Exactly, I've been into Bitcoin for a long time. I was, uh, I was on a panel about Bitcoin a few months ago. I'm judging the Bitcoin hackathon in a few weeks. It's, it's all about Bitcoin right now.
0: Fantastic, good. Well, London Real has always been about Bitcoin. We had uh, Max Kaiser from Russia Today on here about a year ago. He came on after I was like battling with him over Twitter and I, w- I was just like, Max this is the <laughs> guy for Bitcoin. I was like, well, the Real Slim Shady please stand up? And Max was like, the London Real guys wouldn't know a Bitcoin from a whatever. And then finally Max came in here. I honestly thought it might be a fight. I didn't know. But Max was cool. He was yelling crazy on the microphone. Still one of our biggest episodes ever, like 100,000 views or something. Nice. So, so we're all about the Bitcoin. So let's get to our guest today. It's Mr. Hugh Halford Thompson. Uh, you're the founder of Quick Bitcoin, uh, which allows uh, people to quickly buy Bitcoins online, sometimes in large size. We'll get to that later. Uh, you also manage a Bitcoin ATM right here in Shoreditch uh, at the That's Vape right. Room. Uh, the vape lab yeah the vape lab sorry yeah. on shortage high street i just saw this atm i just went and checked it out i met hugh and i was like <laughs> okay you got to come over for silicon real so we're bringing it to you from the streets today just to show that we are the real deal here right are you feeling me this is proper london real silicon
1: real you like love that it, right I love
0: it. <laughs> so uh, it's fantastic um hugh uh, welcome to silicon real hi thank
2: you very much um yes yeah, so we run uh, the atm in the vape lab as you said uh, you can buy and sell Bitcoins uh, very quickly, very easily. It's, uh, we do a beginner's uh, workshop every Tuesday, so feel, uh, feel free to come uh, 4 to 8 every week. Uh, then we also run a uh, quick Bitcoin you can buy online. Uh, Cointrader.net we're partnered with. It's an exchange in Canada uh, with a UK branch, so you can trade on the market there. And then, as you mentioned, we do a brokerage for larger trades. Um, so, call us. You guys be awesome. the
1: only ATM in the UK right now.
2: I wish I could uh, claim that title, um, but no, there was uh, there was a couple who beat us to it. There was a uh, Lamasu at uh, the old Shoreditch station. Mm-hmm. Um, and another RoboCoin uh, more in central London in Russell Square.
0: I've never um, seen one before, but I, mean, I was pretty it was <coughs> impressed. It's quite a big machine. Uh, what really put me off like right away is it had a little video camera on there. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, I can't sneak up with my roll of 20s and get my Bitcoins and go. Uh, but, but it's got actually a place for a camera. It's got an ID piece. It's got a palm, it's, palm it's reader. It's got
2: space for a palm reader, an ID scan, everything like that. We're, at the moment, uh, that's not all switched on, so it does take a photo of you when you order. Oh, it does. Um, it does. And then... If, we, uh, if you want to do larger orders, we need your ID, so we may, t- uh, we may switch that on. Um, or if, if we ever have issues from, uh, as you said, shady people with uh, rolls of 20s, and um, we need to turn on the ID checks. How much can um, you do? Yeah. How many 20s can you put in? What so do? you can do £500. Pounds, <laughs> okay. um, so what's that, 25 20s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you can do, yeah, £500 a trade. If you want to do more, um, I'm there most days. If not, one of my colleagues will be there. Um, or, or just call us up email us in um, you can do yeah £500 a trade if you want to do more um, I'm there most days if not one of my colleagues will be there and we can do trades uh, sometimes into six figures as it gets larger we have to match he's, like, life, he's
0: so. like I got you covered yeah, man. that's <laughs> a
2: lot of 20s man. I might need to bring yeah. 50s for that yeah. Yeah. we're doing six figures uh, I haven't done it cash if you rock up with a suitcase I'm not quite sure what I'd do to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I you might te- be shocked, you tempted to try
0: uh... well, yeah, we have a term in the city like the trading term and it used to be be like the bigger the trader are the bigger trade you do and there used to be a thing where you'd say to the guy your size is my size <laughs> so that's what Hugh just basically yeah. said just you you can take it right yeah. um the one thing that was interesting about that atm is you can sell bitcoins there as well yeah. which so, I, I know all atms aren't set up for buying so yeah selling, most
2: right? um most uh well the first atms i think to hit london the first one was Lam- uh, Lamassu atm where you can only buy um, so that's, that's really good for introducing people, but you can't, uh, you can't sell back. Um, so the RoboCoin ATM that we have, um, the advantage there, as you said, you can sell Bitcoins, just wait for one confirmation, grab a coffee. As soon as that's come through, you can get your cash out.
0: You come in, do you uh, type in your alphanumeric for the Bitcoin or can you no, log no, no, into no. a wallet? You scan, or-
2: you scan your, uh, you scan your wallet. So if you're, okay. if you're buying, uh, you scan your wallet, um, and insert the cash, uh, or if you don't have a wallet, you can generate a paper wallet. Okay. Uh, which you can then scan in later at home onto either your phone or your computer. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, in, in, insert the cash and it'll send the Bitcoins across. Uh, if you're selling, the process is sort of the reverse. It will show you a, uh, show you a Bitcoin address to send the Bitcoins to, uh, print out a receipt for you uh, with a QR code on it. Um, so send the Bitcoins over. As soon as that's gone through with one confirmation, come back to the machine, scan the QR code, you get the cash.
0: Nice. Sounds sounds pretty simple. Right. You know, for for people that have no idea what's going on with Bitcoin, Ivan, can you bring us up to up to uh, you know, uh, up to the current state of affairs? Like when you get your grandma that says, "What is a Bitcoin?" <gasps> okay. Do You give her a different answer than if you get a startup person. What do you tell definitely them?
1: definitely straight up? I mean, it, it, it's really difficult to try and explain the kind of reality of Bitcoin, which is just one giant document where every single transaction has been recorded. This that's is all. the blockchain. This right? is the blockchain. Exactly. Okay. It's the hard to explain legend. that to anyone. Yeah, nobody listens to that. So you just talk about bitcoins and you talk about the fact that there's 21 million of them at some point by the time they have all be mined and you talk about the fact that they get mined by computers but then you know you don't really explain the whole specific nature of what it is
0: because uh, that hurt bitcoin in the beginning it was too, it was too much information <laughs> right I, yeah. I
1: actually tried to avoid uh, the mining discussion okay. so uh
2: for complete beginners um like how much do you know about this, this federal reserve or the, the uk central bank how do they do quantitative easing? That's the, that is what mining is. That's the Bitcoin equivalent. Right, so an eight-year-old so, doesn't need to know about yeah, they don't the need Fed to, know. to make change. They, they need yeah. to know how much is on their phone or how much they've got in their wallet, um, how to spend it, how to, how to earn it. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right. So mm-hmm. well
0: then what do you do with the history and everything? Well, How do you break it down for people? Uh, so with the history, yeah, Bitcoin. I mean, really. basically,
1: the, the history. The interesting part about it is the fact that some guy, you know, spent ten thousand bitcoins on a pizza. Uh, <laughs> what a couple of years ago? Yesterday, in fact, yesterday yeah. was Pizza Day, right? Yesterday was right? Pizza Day. Yeah, two, two years ago. Yeah, exactly. So 10,000 so 10, bitcoins, and what is that? Like under ten million, <laughs> just, just under ten million at the peak of the last bubble. Right. So that's that's a lot of money on yeah. pizza. Like that's and a half million now. exactly. I mean, that's that's the history right now. That's so that's the history. it
0: shows how much that currency has appreciated since yeah. then.
2: So. I'd take that with a pinch sort of salt. There, hindsight is, uh, not, not, yeah, hindsight's really easy to, to regret. You didn't buy in, of course none of us brought in at the start of Google. Now, that, that's the
0: market going up. But do you, when you explain it to people, do you try to explain to them that it's really ultimately a, a technology, the fact that you know, it's checked by everyone, it's an open ledger, you don't have to trust someone <coughs> like a bank or a Fed? I mean, do we, you explain it that way Absolutely.
1: So, you know, because uh, I, I invest in quite a few companies, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, and I often come across kind of money transfer, money remittance companies, people who are trying to, to solve this problem. And you kind of think, all right, so you've got you know, a million pounds in funding and a team, and then you've got Bitcoin, which has got a worldwide following hundreds of millions being put in by vcs and all the kind of ecosystem the infrastructure and right now you can take a mobile phone you can put money on it turn it into bitcoin send it to someone else on the other side they can take it out so that infrastructure exists right there right now so it's 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 (laughs) almost crazy not to believe that bitcoin is going to be there from now on it's not going anywhere and we're not talking about just the currency we're talking about the mechanism by which you can make very easy transactions and
0: you're saying bitcoin's going to be there or is it going to be some other cryptocurrency it's, it's, it's a tough blockchain-based.
1: So I, I actually, I, I'm a big believer in a couple. So I, I like Bitcoin a lot. Um, okay. I like Ripple a lot. So I, I like the centralized nature of Ripple. Okay. Um, a lot of libertarians like the whole kind of open nature of, of Bitcoin. But in reality, if you've got a company, and that company <coughs> is directly guiding uh, a currency... Then it's got quite a lot of chance uh, to succeed and take over. The world is used to a bank or a government running things. Okay. And the world,
0: Ripple is controlled by one company. By oh. one
1: company, exactly. Okay. Right. exactly. So you
0: like that nature? I of like
1: it. that a lot because Th- Google Ventures have invested and recent Horowitz have invested. These are very smart guys, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. They've put in a lot of cash, it's gonna take over. So okay.
0: what about Litecoin, uh Dogecoin?
1: So I'm mining Litecoin right now. You I've are. got my rig going speak. on as we speak Jesus in the God living God. room. <laughs> so my uh my fiance is away for the weekend, otherwise she hater because I've got this thing. It's in the corner of the living room. It makes a lot of noise, a lot of heat. It's like 29 <laughs> degrees in the living room right now. It's a proper piece of hardware. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've had it running for about maybe seven, eight months. Um, it's good. It's kind of had a positive ROI in terms of the Bitcoin really? spent on it and got it back. Yeah. Okay. But not, not a major one. Like and it's not given the hassle that I've gone through. Probably not that. But it's a good
0: it. experience. But of the, the half life of this hardware is yeah. like months, yeah, right? Exactly. Before it becomes yeah. redundant and it can't pay for it. If so. you don't
1: make it back in like four, five, six <laughs> months, it's not. It's not making the money back. So you've got to be one of the first one. So like Litecoin works and there's a few other algorithms coming through. So there's coins based on a completely different algorithm. Okay. X eleven, there's some of these new things coming out. So it's so, similar
0: but different. Exactly. So every okay.
1: time a piece of hardware goes kind of out of date, <laughs> some guys will create a new currency to make it be back in date to allow them to continue using it. And that's what happened with Bitcoin moving to altcoin, because now you can't mine Bitcoin with anything other than an ASIC. You can't do it with your GPUs. But you can with Litecoin. And now it's getting to the point you can't mine Litecoin or any of those altcoins with the GPUs. So they're making new ones, generation 3, basically. That you can mine the miners go again. employed. Yeah, there's, exactly.
2: there's, there's two sides of that, though. One side you've got the, there is a centralization problem in Bitcoin mining with the ASICs. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other side, when you create a new altcoin, the mining network's tiny. You're, you've got nowhere near True. the security True. that you've got on, on some of the bigger right. coins. And a lot of the old coins get, get well, not hacked, but 51% attacked. Mm. Right. And not to get
0: too much into mining, but you need the miners there to quickly verify transactions, yeah. right? So yeah. the,
2: the bigger the mining network, the more secure the, the network is. Uh, they verify transactions and uh, to try and keep it simple. I, say people, uh, I tell people they just get paid transaction fees for that. Mm-hmm. There is obviously the block rewards and the, uh, the mining fees for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You talked about um, uh, Google Ventures. <laughs> Um, Kevin Rose, who does the Foundation series, uh, who works for Google Venture, he recently had uh, one of the the brains behind Dogecoin on his uh, on his show, and uh, he was just asking him, you know, why Dogecoin has has made some progress. And he said that with Dogecoin, it was always about the community; it was always about building something. Whereas Bitcoin, people try to sell it as a speculative investment, and he thinks that's where Bitcoin made a mistake. You're telling people buy Bitcoin now because it's going to be worth a lot more pizzas in the future. But he's, <laughs> he said. It's better to think of it just, as you said, a technology that's going to be around because it streamlines payments and centralizes that kind of thing.
1: Well, I guess nobody meant for that to happen with Bitcoin. Right. I don't know if you feel the same, right? It just kind of happened. It did happen. I think though, right? it
2: needs a, a better marketing campaign. Yeah. And yeah. obviously there's no, uh, yeah, the equivalent marketing campaign for a normal currency would be ta- paid for by taxes. Yeah. So who pays for it? Um, Dogecoin has done a great marketing campaign. Um, from my point of view, I, I feel like one of the currencies is going to really take over at the moment. That's Bitcoin. Yeah. Whether it's Dogecoin in future, I, I don't know. Um, but it it needs uh, it needs to, a better marketing campaign to go mainstream. At the moment, it's not ready for it's not ready for everybody on streets. What it's, Doge? Uh, Doge. The, I'd say uh, cryptocurrencies in general. So it, it's it's getting there. Um, and if you've uh, it's getting to the point where you can uh ensure your bitcoin deposits uh where you can keep them with with more reputable reputable companies where it's getting easier to deal with them um but there's still uh if if you want to go beyond a certain investment there's still a lot of uh, people getting hacked uh, losing their passwords um and very much people are on their own sometimes with Bitcoin.
0: Right, so, so. that brings me to Mt. Gox. What happened there a few months ago? <laughs> one of the biggest exchanges yeah. no, that had been there for a few mess. years. Yeah. I mean, I stayed away from them. I went to Bitstamp when I Smart. bought my Bitcoins because Love it just it. felt weird. But yeah. It was in Japan, there was a lot of controversy, and then what happened?
1: Well, so you know what? I actually saw that at the top of the last bubble, I felt like this couldn't go any any higher, so I cashed out my entire stash, <laughs>
0: which is when? on There's, Mount right, Gox. So when it, was it, hit 50, yeah, it was about
1: It was about April. So it was just under that. It was in, I was measuring in pounds. It was about five hundred and fifty pound per Bitcoin okay. at the time, about right? a year ago. Yeah, just so about, before they blocked withdrawals. It, exactly. So then I got really scared again because it carried on going up. So it got it. got to about eight hundred in pounds, right at the top peak. So it went from about five hundred to five fifty. I was like, it's still going up. And luckily, I took all the kind of fake cash, the Mount Gox cash, right. put it back into Bitcoin and Managed to withdraw it on time because yeah. otherwise I would have been like right there. I would have been burnt with it. That would have been the end. Fake casher. You had
0: dollar balances in. I Mount had Gox. dollar
1: balances in Mount Gox oh. for a couple of days, and luckily I realized that I wanted to get back in. I did. Overall, to me, it was about a 20% waste of my Bitcoin. So actually, I, I, 20% of my total stash, I just, I lost through that transaction. Right. But at least I got the Bitcoins back. And in hindsight, looking you back, I got for that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So, I mean,
2: the, I, I only got into Bitcoin just over a year ago. So uh, April, Bitcoin, <laughs> uh, sorry, April in April, Mt. Gox sort of started to look a bit fishy. You know, the, the market was $100 more expensive on Mt. Gox. Why is that? Because you couldn't arbitrage it. Because mm. you couldn't get your money out of Mt. Gox. That just didn't make sense. Yeah, felt um, kind of so weird. So I told everybody to keep clear of it. Um, I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you know, do now? Let's
1: say, let's say you had a lot of bitcoins. You wanted to cash out. What, what would you do to be absolutely sure that something like that doesn't happen? Use a brokerage. Really? Um, <laughs> no, but like um, it not? so uh,
2: you can do you can do deals uh, more in person. Obviously, if you're doing larger amounts, mm. uh, you do need to find a, a good broker. We offer okay. that service. Yep. Um, there's a few services offering uh, companies offering escrow services. Um, but you just need to make sure you're dealing with, with somebody. Uh, I, if you're doing large amounts and there's, there's trust issues, make sure you can meet them, make sure you know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make sure they've got time for you to actually deal with the trades. Um, Mount Gox was very hard to contact. Very hard to get anything from them. Some people um, flew to
0: Japan and, and worked outside the <laughs> yeah, building to get the balance. Yeah, they were outside of the office yeah. and
2: they couldn't get anything.
0: But they they ultimately had a tech issue, right? And their tech wasn't good enough, and it and it got hacked. And but everyone knew that it wasn't that great. I mean, it wasn't. Yes. Was it a? It was a Bitcoin issue, but it, it was, was also was specific to Mount <laughs> Gox. Right?
1: In, in reality, they had way too much interest for a company that wasn't ready to handle it. Right? Like it's it's they, difficult. They were built for this stuff. for trading magic cards. Exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly. Right, which
0: is how it started. Now, yeah. what what about cold storage? That's where you can actually store your, bit, your Bitcoins yep. uh, numbered and in a safe and offline, right?
2: So yeah, there's a company in London called Elliptic Vault who does uh, insured cold storage uh, backed by Lords of London. So uh, there's, if you want to put a, a large amount of money in Bitcoin, I always say put it on paper. Um, if, you're, if you're technical enough to do it yourself, that's, that's always great. If you're not, go with an insured uh,
1: cold storage. Super um, smart guys, like three, <coughs> three guys, ex-banking, computer scientists, mathematicians. These guys are going to take them. over. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they're guaranteeing their momentally.
0: deposits. Exactly. They
1: I were think. the first insured, like, insured-backed, basically, cold okay. storage company here in the U.K.,
0: Okay, yeah. when, when are the banks going to get involved, in your opinion? Yeah. Or have they started? I mean, Lloyd's is not <laughs> a bank, that's the Lloyd's insurance exactly, arm, it's right? Exactly, it's the
1: underwriter, right? Yeah, yeah. But, so, I mean, in, in reality, it, they're not going to offer like a consumer facing Bitcoin product for, you know, five years, maybe, maybe a decade. I don't, do you reckon? Yeah. a is it
2: bank. Just? Um, F- bank, in, so in the UK, it's, mm. uh, yeah, it's different around the world, mm. but uh, I think it's Fidor Bank in Germany. Well, one German banks is, is looking at doing a. But a major financial abortion. institution,
0: it just hurts themselves, right? Yeah, yeah, they're just yeah. cannibalizing <laughs> their own market, even if they take baby steps. There's, right? but the and there's so much right.
2: fear. If, yeah. if, they're, if they're first in on the market, then all the Bitcoin companies go to them, they get the business, everybody else around I worked in first. banking
0: for 10 years. Trust me. <laughs> the last thing they want to do. The thing is that they're making so much money by not having that payment system in place. Yeah. yeah you dealt with a foreign exchange broker today for one of your trades, and he took out a percent or something, or a, a lot. For yeah, a foreign yeah. exchange trade, I mean, was, like. 0.6%, you know, he's, yeah. he can make that <laughs> transaction for probably point zero 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 six percent So I'm just saying that they have a reason, you know, not to adopt this technology, yeah, yeah. right? Is that the I, way you I'd see t- it?
1: So the way I see the first step that banks are going to take towards this is when they're doing the big deals, because some of their financial clients, some some of the really <laughs> big players are like, we want a piece of Bitcoin, we want we want to allocate some of our portfolio to that, and we don't that's want to exactly go externally, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's coming, undoubtedly. But on the consumer-facing one, I, I'm still a little bit doubtful that they're going to, to take that jump because it's a big reputational risk. You screw it up. You know. They've seen what's happened with Mt. Gox with everything else that's gone wrong. Right. And for a bank you know, like Barclays, unless somebody comes up with a brand new bank, something like Metro Bank, you know, they're, they're awesome. But something like that happening again, a brand new one from scratch right. with, an, with a kind of CEO that understands Bitcoin, unless that happens,
0: I think it's going to take a little bit of time. For Who stayed them. away from it? Apple's <laughs> banning all… all uh, Apple bi-
2: ban they can't take a 30% cut from uh, when you when you make payments in, in apps. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I think they have lots of reasons. Crazy. I think they're scared of it. I don't think they want to get burned on it right now. Who else isn't touching it? PayPal's not touching it. Correct. PayPal's
1: coming close, you know. So the, the, the news recently is that they're, they're having a look, and it might happen. Really? So, and, and this is actual. So before that, it was all speculation. But this is now the CEO actually talking and saying, look, we are looking at it right now. Okay.
0: What about Stripe, the, the you know, Collison's company that's here in the UK? Yeah, so in the they've US. done that. They've done it, or they're yeah. talking about it? They've done it. it? They've, they've done done actually
1: it. done it right now. Yeah, Stripe integration, the Stripe Bitcoin okay. integration—that was announced a couple of months ago. Okay. There's a lot of. I mean, you know, we we do software for e-commerce, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Shopify, you're... anyone anyone on Shopify, we've got a, 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 quite a few clients actually on Shopify using our software. They can take payment with Bitcoin right now. It's all inbuilt within the platform. They don't even need to worry about it. They can just plug in. Okay. One week before they launched that, I wrote did, a they, did and
2: you started the um,
1: Shopify <laughs> I was selling it as a consultant Shop- uh, okay.
2: to yeah, to to get people accepting Bitcoin? Yeah, a week later, BitPay. Uh, integrated, integrated with Shopify. With Shopify. So, yeah, that was that was that idea gone. But um, so so, yeah, Coi- it's, it's brilliant uh, for Bitcoin. Do you know everyone.
0: Coinbase? Coinbase is a, is the huge US. Uh, you know, effort is probably, I guess the bit stamp of the U S they got like 25 million, maybe even a Dresden not a Horowitz, (laughs) some big VC fund. I think it's the biggest check that VC has written in Silicon Valley for a company. They've got big, big parts of market share. They just announced uh, uh, something with Budweiser where Budweiser gives you $10 in bitcoins when you go to concerts on your wallet when you sign up. So it's like kind of sticking a toe in, I believe. So yeah,
2: that's, they're giving $10
0: to every
2: user or every
1: student.
0: I I think, yeah, I I think when you, you buy the ticket, you can opt in, and then you have to get a wallet. Okay, yeah, we see what they're doing. Yeah, then nice. you get ten bucks you can spend on merch. I think it's got to be a Coinbase wallet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got to be yeah. Coinbase. But I mean, like, that's a big. Those are big steps, you know. Budweiser. Have you seen the MIT
1: yeah. thing? Have you guys seen this? Yeah, no, no. the the no. airdrop that they're doing. Exactly. That. Pretty, exactly. Proper doing. airdrop. Every single student starting in MIT next term is going to get like I think it's a hundred. Is it a hundred? It's a hundred dollars in Bitcoin, yeah.
2: and uh, yeah, it's going to really kickstart the yeah, Bitcoin yeah. economy. And it's, it's like it, a
1: big ass right. donor, right? Like a guy who made a lot of money in finance. And he's just said, you know what, I want to make this happen, so let's turn the MIT campus, because he's like an alumnus, right? So he okay. literally went to MIT. This is crazy. He's like, let me give yeah. them like a, a lot of money, however much, a couple of million in dollars, and give everyone $100 worth of Bitcoin, and make sure all of the kind of campus shops and cafes and everything start taking it. And There's, there's see- a couple of guys set up an ATM there now as That's, well, yeah. I suspect they will be... Is yeah, that they'll be legal? It. Is
0: that yeah. legal just to yeah. give all the students that money? Wow. I think so. Really. So, when I started <laughs> at, at MIT in 1989, they gave me yeah. an email address. <laughs> okay. It, it was called Project Alumni, and it was this big deal, and it was this long ass email address, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, at mit.edu. And, like, but at the time, I didn't have anybody to send an email to. It was really just academics, email, and yeah. academics. So, that's really trippy that it's, this is it's happening amazing, 25 years ago. Because, later.
1: actually, if you, if you look at everyone, what, what people are saying, how Bitcoin is the internet of our generation. Or whatever it is, right? Right, right? This is what's happening. I remember the first emails. I remember this was before AOL, CompuServe, right? Logging in with a 14.4 modem, trying to get it to work, <laughs> nobody accepting emails. Right. But I was, you know, I, I was young. I had no idea how to leverage that. You know, I was an entrepreneur back then. Right now, it's like, imagine being back in that position when websites so didn't exist. So many things, you can, do so many things yeah. you can do. Well, I mean, you're yeah. doing them,
2: right? Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're doing it. So, I mean, there's, there's such a wider scope as well. So we're doing it as a, we're using Bitcoin as a currency. Obviously, we're trading it. Um, there's so many other applications. Uh, be, it, be that contracts, be that proof of uh, uh, proof that you have assets. You can prove every trade you've done. Um, I know that uh, there's a couple of banks looking at using blockchain technology, not for not for using Bitcoin as a as a currency. But using the technology to back some of their trades.
0: Right, yeah. Um, can we talk about that? Because I mean, it, it isn't just a currency, it is a technology, mm. right? I mean, can you talk about how, what else could you use that in?
1: Yeah, well, so you know what? I, I have one of the previous companies I've done was um, in, in real estate and property, right? Yeah, yeah. So actually, when you start allocating kind of, when you start understanding <laughs> how to allocate bits of the blockchain to real life assets, and when you consider the complexity of some of the transactions that take place, when you've got like a chain of houses being sold and all of the people and everyone's terrified about, you know, being gazumped and all of that, all of these things can be solved right mm, like okay. you can have direct computer-controlled ownership of assets where it's not some scanned document you know at the land registry and in the uk at least we have the land registry so you can like google and see who in owns other what countries, it's worse. Like exactly yeah,
2: they just change the land registry like that exactly in, if it was in the blockchain then you'd know that they've changed it and you'd be able to yeah, set it right
0: i think that's important for people to understand it's not just about well first of all it's not about speculation right it's not just about <coughs> making payments mm-hmm. it's like a whole nother way of having that public ledger and that whole blockchain where everyone checks everybody else, right? But
2: yeah, it's, it's the first time ever that you can have a whole group of people, millions of people who can distrust each other, hate each other as much as what they want. They, you can all be in it for yourself. Uh, like, you know, What's stopping you trying to print a billion dollars for yourself? But using the blockchain technology, we can all agree on something. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, for the currency, that's effectively account balances in each wallet and transactions that have happened. For the land registry, it's who owns what. For contracts, you can prove that contracts happened without having to co-sign it with a lawyer. Um, For uh, for all sorts of uh, regulated activities, you could just make everything public, so you don't even need a regulator to overlook it. Um, there's so many things you can do. So many possibilities mm-hmm. okay. So there's
0: a Bitcoin expert We <laughs> talked about him today His name is Andreas Antonopoulos We were supposed to have him on the show When yeah. he's been through London a couple times uh, He's one of the best spokesperson I've seen on Bitcoins But what he does Is when he travels anywhere He goes to Berlin Goes somewhere else Takes a taxi ride He offers to pay the guy in Bitcoin And he's like Look You can download a wallet right now What's the price of the fare? I'll give you a tip. I'll give you Bitcoin. And he's trying to pay his rent in Bitcoin. So it's like this MIT guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more you get, or your ATM, the more you get people to use it, then I guess it just builds, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a Forbes article by, um, by North. I can't remember her
1: name, but it's, it's, it's a woman. She's done this every couple of years now, or every year, I think, about trying to live a week. On Bitcoin yeah, yeah, And, and it just nice. came out A couple of weeks ago And long. it was Right did you see that yeah, It yeah. was so much better Than the year before She was like This time it was easy Is she last in San Francisco year. Yeah I think so Yeah yeah I mean mm. it's, it's not in London It's not in Europe So obviously it's a little bit More advanced there But she was saying You know before I couldn't pay for anything Now actually I can find food I can find shelter remember I remember reading it last year It was mm.
2: literally like Every day she went to the same Yeah, yeah. The Same shop yeah, to same shop. food It wasn't, exactly. you know, it wasn't
1: great exactly.
2: Now the
0: pictures are brilliant All sorts of different stuff yeah. What about in London right now What can you actually buy In Bitcoin? <laughs> You know, what can you go and do? So I'm really you
2: can buy, uh, e-cigarettes at the vape lab. There you go. Uh-huh. Um, okay. you can buy, uh, I think very soon you'll be able to buy burritos at, at box park. Um, and okay. we're going to try oh, cool. and plug in all the box park, uh, merchants into it. Yeah. Um, so if enough people ask them, get out there and ask them, now we're um, talking. then they'll start accepting it. Um, I want to, I want to blitz Bitterfield's market, Brick Lane, uh, just get, yeah, Anyone who shops in the east end of London will see Bitcoin accepted here.
0: Right. If you're um, not from London, these are kind of like the, you know, the cool and the tech centers of London where we're <laughs> located. And Boxpark is like this whole pop-up network with all sorts of new cool shops. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. great way to get it adopted. You're the e-commerce king.
1: Boxpark uh, use Ametria. They do. They just they just went on a there free trial right now with <laughs> the shirt, the shirt <laughs> with then. the logo. But
0: you know, you deal with e-commerce. That's your Absolutely, business. Absolutely, that's out. Are these companies slow to adopt? Do they want to adopt? Does it depend on the, the retailer? I got to
1: be honest. The ones that we work with, they're they're advanced, but they're not quite ready for Bitcoin. Some of the really cool ones, so Box Park, you know, very tech focused in terms of location, in terms of the audience, right? The people, yeah, yeah. the customers that come right. through. Yeah. So for them, it'll be hip. It'll be an awesome press release. You know, there's lots coming from it. But the other guys, I mean, they're, they're very cutting edge, but they probably won't see a benefit immediately from offering Bitcoin. You know, we've got a couple on, on Shopify right now that can already take Bitcoin. They've never actually processed a Bitcoin payment. Right. So it's still kind of early days for the e-commerce side, right? I mean, obviously, BitPay have done really well. Yeah. So there must be some traction. People must be... I, f- I found there's a, there's a mixed thing as well. When you, uh, when, you, when you tell everybody that you accept Bitcoin
2: on your Shopify store. Um, immediately you get a whole load of extra hits. Mm. So even if at the start people aren't paying with it, um, which yeah, it takes, you, you need to build both sides. You need, you need merchant adoption for customer adoption as well. Um, but as soon as you start accepting Bitcoin, people will come and, PR and see move. you. And, yeah, it's so PR two move.
0: years from now, what percentage of e-commerce transactions will be Ooh, in Bitcoin? Ooh, nice, <laughs> nice.
1: Still small. Still, I, I reckon even under a percent. Okay. I Five, genuinely think under a f- under Fair 1%. enough. Five years? Five years, okay. it'll come up, but it'll still be like definitely under 10% for a decade, I'd say. Okay, it still come. a lot. It'll come, it'll come, definitely, definitely. But slowly, I mean, if you look at Overstock, right, quite a lot of money gone through, but not that much. Like millions, single-digit millions since they released, and they're a giant store. Overstock. Um, overstock, American store. was one okay. of the first big names to start yeah. adopting, accepting Bitcoin. Okay. Um, in the UK, though, electronics will be the first leaders, right? So Scan, right now. Go, you can pay in Bitcoin for everything. And as a nerd, you know, I, I build computers. I, I buy all sorts of random crap. This is computer scan. hardware company. This you're is talking. exactly, yeah. It's okay. a computer hardware. So they go
0: to where the audience is. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay. So it's coming, definitely. Yeah. And I, I reckon it will be led by the electronics guys because that's the kind of most obvious market. That's where the customers I th- are. I think the other
2: side of it is remittances and charities. Um, so you can uh, if you show your QR code on TV Mm -hmm. if I show the QR code now all the audience could donate bitcoins to whatever the cause is can we make that Um, happen? We could make that happen. <laughs> I feel
1: like we yeah, should make so,
2: that happen. I've yeah. so, so, got a big enough QR Okay. But,
0: so Andreas was on the, the Joe Rogan Experience, which is a podcast in the States. We were their guests about a year ago. And uh, he, uh, basically, they just, on live on the show, they, they created a Bitcoin address for Joe. And he started getting donations. And he gave them to a, a charity in Africa. And they racked up a few thousand dollars with right amazing. away. Yeah. And uh, another thing that's good for is third world countries making payments when there's no payment option. Yeah. right? Well, so. or Western unions clipping you for 5%. I've, I've just
2: signed up a uh, charity in Tanzania. Um, it's called Teach, uh, Time to Empower Africa's Children. And they accept Bitcoin donations directly to, directly to the ground in Tanzania. That's pretty yeah, intense. So. But I guess they have to also I be should, able I to... I really came with their QR code. Yeah, you can yeah. do that.
0: Well, you tweet us to it. it I'll tweet later. it yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, for something like that, I guess they have to be able to spend it locally as well, right? Yes. Yeah, so someone... they've
2: got... Uh, they're run partly in the UK, partly in Tanzania. So I don't know which side they're going to cash it out on. Um, but certainly it's, it's, it's great of getting donations. Alright, let's
0: talk dark wallets, dark coin, okay? I don't know much about this dark coin. Uh, the dark wallet, I think, was uh, created by this guy, Cody Wilson, who's busy making you're a 3D printer guy, you know. It, Cody Wilson's this, cr- this crazy yeah. kid in the US and he's what he's doing is he's using 3D printers to make guns and, and he thinks it's a freedom of information issue and he thinks <laughs> it should be out there. He actually just makes one piece of the gun, I think one of the pieces that's, that's hard to buy, the ones with the serial number on it, and he thinks it's freedom of information thing everyone should have that technology and he's coming out with a dark wallet because i know bitcoins with the blockchain you can track them right yeah, yeah. What, what, what's going on here guys what are your thoughts you, you, know,
1: you know there's a there's a guy in japan who just got arrested for printing these these plastic 3d printed guns right? oh really and there's, yeah a big story yeah the guy the oh, guy okay. it's game over, game over for the guy like this really? is literally today basically okay um so japan's yeah, no jail. they don't play exactly yeah. that's not somewhere where you want to go to jail like hell no yeah. so that that's first of all let's stay away i've from never seen a japanese guns, right? prison
0: movie though yeah. A recent one, yeah. but you're saying you're going to be locked away for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I
1: reckon it's going to be Cameras bad. Aren't yeah. loud in. Reckon, Probably yeah, yeah. play definitely no Bitcoin in there, Right.
0: All right. So uh, okay, fair enough on that. What about the dark coin, the dark wallet? You know, I know when you make Bitcoin payments now to some sites, there's a is there a fog thing you can do where so it splits your payments you, up? You
2: can tumble coins um, if you want. To, if it's the Bitcoin equivalent to money laundering is putting it through a tumbler um
0: so you mix it to a bunch of other so, accounts yeah you
2: can mix it to another a bunch of other accounts there are uh, i've got to say there's a few people who did it um there's a lot of people who did it a couple of years ago with silk road um where that the system they used for tumbling has now been found out that you can actually you know statistically model it and work out exactly where it all went um so tumbling <laughs> coins uh you know I'm sure there's ways of doing it, but I would say it doesn't always work.
0: The blockchain, Um, there is a legacy of all trades forever. Yeah,
2: so the the blockchain ledger gives you every trade that's ever happened. Uh, It gives you the public address of each payment, where it went from and to, uh, not necessarily the name behind it. Um, So you can run forensic analysis on it. Yeah, you can can see exactly how many trades made that day. Um, It might be people paying themselves, just moving money around. Um, but uh, yeah, you can certainly see all. The, or you can see a live feed of every trade that's happening. So don't
0: trust any Tumblr, yeah. is what you're saying.
2: Uh, I don't. I don't use them. But um, okay. I'd, uh, I know there's. So the, the issue with, with Bitcoin is one side is people want to be anonymous, um, and you say, uh, and, and the other side is Bitcoin can be very transparent. Um, now there's there's obviously uh, with Silk Road uh well the ex Silk Road now. Um, there's other ones out there still. Um, there's a lot of people trying to pay anonymously. Um, on the other side, you've got companies showing that they can be very transparent. But if you think a, um, uh, if, if a bar is accepting Bitcoin, um, you make a payment to them and then you can see you then know which address they have. You can see that they've taken 50 grand this, this evening. That's not data that should be public to the customer. Yeah. Right. The so, so everyone can see it that. You need to be anonymous yeah. in right. in certain situations. It's great to opt into being to being completely traceable. Um, and transparent, but I think it needs to be anonymous in some ways.
0: So let's talk Silk Road real quick here. Um, if you don't know what the <laughs> Silk Road was, it it, it it has had many iterations. I think it, the first one was around a couple of years ago, but it was primarily a place to buy drugs. I mean, that for a little while they had like some hitmen and some other stuff, mm-hmm. but I think it, they they actually com- police their community, and it was kind of like the Amazon. For that, you would they would use the mail to post it to you. You would use bitcoins to buy. It was shut down in different iterations. The CIA grabbed it's that guy shut in the down states. A few times. They um, accused him of uh, having hits taken out on other people. I personally don't believe that, but whatever, believe what you want. Uh, what's the what's the story with Silk Road? Has it given, Has it hurt? <laughs> has it hurt cryptocurrencies?
2: Um, I actually think it's uh, enabled it to go more into the mainstream. So uh, uh, Silk Road uh, has died down; uh, it got you know got stopped by the FBI. There's Silk Road two, maybe three or four now, and there's a whole load of other ones out there. It's probably bigger than ever. Um, but on the other side, it's not it's not all over the press now. So you've got uh, people. There there were a lot of people calling calling up before saying I, I want to buy bitcoins, but isn't it a bit dodgy? You know, is this legal? Um, so moving away from Silk Road, I think has helped the the Bitcoin community. And if you look at the Bitcoin price as well, the uh, the day Silk Road got shut down, uh, the price dipped immediately by a couple of percent it then went up by the end of the day. It was up 10 percent Yeah, I remember so, that I
0: remember that news like your, th- all, th- your
1: thoughts? All, all PR is good PR right like from that kind of point of view So yeah. for Bitcoin especially <coughs> you just want more people talking about it, right? If people are like oh my god, what is this Bitcoin thing? It's terrible and they read about it and they realize oh, no, that's just the kind of the the silk road That's, oh, that's all completely separate from from what the bitcoins really about and right. then they realize it's just a way of paying Then it, it probably did really move the whole Bitcoin ecosystem forward, especially the big crash and the FBI closure
0: or let's talk about um, uh, money laundering rules you know uh, I know you got you're taking pictures of people at your ATMs you know when I first bought bitcoins I think like nine months ago or a year ago All I had to do was transfer money in. When I opened my Bitstamp (laughs) account, I had to send in my ID, my passport, all this stuff. I mean, I used to work in banking. They're really sensitive about, Mm -hmm. uh, what is it, know your clients, that whole thing. Know your customer. customer And like know know, who you're dealing with. Make sure you're not dealing with money laundering. Uh, Does this hurt your business? Does this make it difficult? Is this fair? Or should people be Um, able to trade anonymously?
2: um, It's sort of a bit mixed. It depends. So I don't... um, I think the law is uh, very, I guess, hard to implement sometimes. Um, It's firstly around Bitcoin, it's unclear. Um, And I think they ask too much. Uh, So from what we do on the ATM, it's for small trades uh, under £500 at a time. Is that by law
0: they take a picture or is that just uh, a feature they put on there to keep people?
2: Well, so basically the, the law is very unclear at the moment. Um, so we're trying to keep a couple of steps ahead so that if the cops smart. do come around, uh, we've got a good defense. That's smart. There is no concrete law. I thought law was black and white. I was, I was naive back then. Um, so, yeah, it's a big gray area and we just need to be on the right side of it. Um, so yeah, for small trades we take a picture. Um, for anything over uh, anything going out after about a thousand pounds, a couple of thousand pounds, we need passport proof of address. And then if we're going up into six-figure trades, we need source of funds. Uh, there's a lot more. There's a lot more demands on that. Source but of funds.
1: Because uh yes, yeah, like... so
2: if you're if you're sending somebody a hundred thousand dollars you need to ask them uh, so if somebody's sending you hundred thousand dollars you need to ask them where they got the money, um, make sure it sounds legit. So yeah, if there's yeah. anything that smells a bit fishy, but is that just confirmation in it.
1: writing? I mean are they just getting back to you <coughs> saying, Look, I sold a house and are you at that point saying, Show me the proof that you sold the house? Like how far yeah, back so, you take? Uh, it? We look at
2: um uh, the last one I put for Ask my law, I'm still getting used to that that process sure, on sure. bigger trades um, but uh we we look at an invoice from uh where uh, their invoice where they got the funds yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just make sure make sure that story stacks out um, It's interesting
0: how they're giving they're letting you yeah, do do yeah. deal you know that could be a unit of a bank yeah, yeah. so. But it's good you're doing it. Uh, let's that, talk-
2: that, that, that's actually the issue is uh, uh, at the moment, the due diligence is set up for compliance departments and banks. Right. And it is, uh, there's massive demands, um, massive uh, massive fines or jail sentences if you get it wrong. It's not set up for the little guy. So, so you're being that's careful. Yeah, we've got to be careful.
0: Um, <laughs> let's talk about some <laughs> of your offline trades. How big do they get?
2: Um, so we've got some customers looking to buy or sell uh, 500, 5,000 bitcoins sometimes. Um, well, what's the value of that? Then? Uh, that's so five thousand bitcoins, just over a couple of million dollars. Okay, um, probably two and a half by now. actually. Yeah, the the right. has gone up today. But, so
0: they're uh, transferring you hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions of pounds.
2: So that uh, that's in dollars, but uh, yes. Yeah, so we uh, we act as a as a trusted uh, as a trusted centre. So we we run uh, the Coin Trader Exchange has a has a big brand and a lot of a lot of money on it. Um, so. We've got to make sure basically whoever we're doing the trade with, we use uh, a trust system that everyone's happy with. So there's some, uh, some deals we do for a third party escrow that we both trust, uh, some deals they'll, they'll just pay the money into our, into our business account here.
0: Okay, so sometimes you broker the trades uh, yeah, exactly. and then sometimes you buy them yourself. Will you just go on to all the exchanges and take a look at the liquidity pool and make a guess? Yeah, I mean, that's what we do in the you city. tell you were in the <laughs> <Right, yeah>. uh, <laughs> The trade <laughs> is still there. Yeah, huh? is a so, yeah, I mean, like, that's what a foreign exchange trader would do. He would be like, all right, this is where I think the market is. I'll make you pay a percent or two. I'll take the risk. Is that what you're so, doing?
2: Yeah, I mean, the foreign exchange market, um, I don't know how much it scales, but if somebody asks for a trillion dollars, obviously there's liquidity issues at some point. Yeah. Um, so in Bitcoin, the liquidity is, uh, is much earlier on. Mm. If somebody's buying $100,000, uh, we, yeah, we'll put that through on the exchanges. Uh, if somebody's buying a couple of million, we need to find a, a matching buyer. Because uh, it'll spook seller. the
0: exchange, right? It'll uh, move yeah,
2: it'll it move the price. So there, there's two ways of doing it either you drip feed it through um, or you find a matching buyer and seller, fix a percentage. That's hard um, so to do
0: without to. giving your hand up. Um, without, without, you know, spilling the, you know, if you let someone, if you're looking yeah, for buyers, the, the bar
2: and the seller don't trust each other. Yeah. Um, so but they both trust us. Yeah, we, I know that, but it's um, hard to,
0: it's hard to find the right seller, you know, if you you've, cause you've given them all the information, you know, they might take that information and back off their price a bit you know?
2: It's tricky. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of what I used on to do on both sides.
0: for a um, living. I
2: kind of feel like I need two phones
1: to <laughs> negotiate.
2: Yeah, I so I used to have knowing two knowing the
1: people as well, right? Because there must be players <laughs> in the space, right? People who've got the cash and the Bitcoin and the big amounts, right? And it's knowing all of them and keeping on top of all of them so that you there's, can put the There's them a whole a mix right? as well. Like, I mean, there's financial,
2: uh, there's financial uh, companies institutions who've uh, who want to buy and sell large amounts. Mm. There's also um, I had a guy ring up who, he he obviously brought some Bitcoins early on as a punt, didn't really know what he was doing. Mm. He's got ten thousand bitcoins. Oh my god. Um, and <laughs> he, yeah, he eventually took some legal advice. I assume he's got he's got a penthouse somewhere now. I don't know. That's five million dollars
0: worth of bitcoins, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, okay. that's a yeah, lot yeah, of money. Right now, so, exactly. Okay. Um,
2: at the time it was double that. So um, yeah, we didn't we didn't process that, but uh, there's we get requests from all sorts of different people.
0: It's a crazy market, wow. man. Like in, in the in the wall in Wall Street, guys will <laughs> screw around because if they have a broker like this, it's anonymous, mm. he'll come and say, Look, I want to buy you know ten million dollars worth of bitcoins. Tell me where the price is. I want to buy it fast. Yeah. You know, and he asks around, he tells the wrong person, the market moves, and then he comes in and sells <laughs> 10 million yeah, other Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's all sorts of crazy things. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, because um, it's not regulated, there's a, probably a lot of that going on. Um, Interesting yeah, times. We just try and match them. All
0: right, we've had a recent rally in Bitcoin. Uh, yeah. where, where's the price going? Uh, yeah. And you've got your app ready to exactly buzz you right that now. App, that it's the only
1: <laughs> thing on my phone. So I, I always have it off. I've even got a blog post about this. I don't take any incoming phone calls. There's only two things that can happen. One is if my mom. <laughs> course, so she's, you know, really <laughs> important. Don't mess around with that. But two is if Bitcoin moves up or down by 10% within a day. And so as soon as that happens, I've been woken up at night before, I've run over to the screen to see what's going on, because it can move quick, right? Yeah. You can lose 40-50% in one go and you've got to be ready to cash out if that's something that, that you're looking to do. So if you're, if you're sitting on something that you might want to turn into, into fiat, then it's, it's something you want to be ready for. So the app, the app's in my pocket. It's buzzed twice in the last couple of days. So we're 20% okay. up. Compared Compared to the beginning of the week so, That last November you yeah. got no sleep Yeah exactly, it was, it was <laughs> insane it, it was buzzing several times a day yeah. Do you remember that? It was, I, had, it was um, I had
2: a full time job at the time I was running Bitcoin on the side mm. by then and, uh, yeah, I took a week off work.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, you couldn't think about anything else, right? No, like, was, in your it mind, insane. it was just like it was...
2: <coughs> <laughs> not only that, I had a, such a long list of emails, you yeah. know, I want to buy 5,000, 10,000. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, Yeah, we didn't have liquidity at the time. Like, now we've got liquidity too much, larger orders. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was sold out in, in. Well, 10 minutes every day
0: mm-hmm. the, the high of bitcoin was what about $1,100? Right? Was 12, 12, yeah, eleven hundred uh, dollars is that right yeah 12 12, 12, 50, 12, 12 40, briefly yeah. that was a year ago uh, it when was, was that December, I think, november yeah. november it right, november okay it's during right. the
2: senate committee meeting on bitcoin
0: okay um, it's at so, 550 right now yeah. about dollars yeah, 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 yeah uh i'm gonna ask both of you separately start with you where is it in a year <clears throat> uh, in a year yeah
1: three thousand maybe that's dollars. Safe dollars yeah yeah
0: okay you
1: hugh um i'd always say
2: within two to three years uh over 10K, over um, 10K. 10.50, nice. maybe more. You know what
0: the real answer is yeah. I'm going to give you? On. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Because Bitcoin should be used for transacting.
1: Uh, exactly. Who cares? It's not about speculation. Yeah.
0: Let the like speculators, a
1: true Bitcoin like connoisseur. Yeah, like, let yeah, the speculators definitely. screw I'm not, around. I'm not, let, I'm not actually judging liquidity. that on speculation, though. So
2: yeah. if enough people are using it to transact, then it, will it go needs up to stable. have enough uh, value to be stable as yeah. well. So we need, sure. we need the market to be... I'd say 10 times bigger than it is now to be stable. So right. in the market
0: cap of... One nuance uh, about Bitcoin that I, I was fixated on at first and then I stopped is that there is a finite number <laughs> once they're all mined of what, yeah. 21 million or yeah, something. Exactly. And then i realized that since they're infinitely indivisible or fairly infinitely, mm. that it doesn't matter how many there are. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, it just yeah, matters yeah. what the market cap is.
1: It so matters a little bit, right? Little so there's bit, some new tech yeah.
0: coming out. So consider
1: consider a few things. So you've okay. got Bitcoin. It's going to slowly keep kind of going up and going up. <laughs> and so there's a few interesting things, such as then when, when the reward halves, right? So in a few years' time, 2016, miners are going to start making a lot more because suddenly you get half as much as you used to get. So the value of the, of the actual coin, basically the price of the coin is going to have to go up because the energy put in is the same as it was before. Okay. Then on the flip side, you've got Ethereum. Now Ethereum's coming out with a whole new model where they're going to keep releasing more coins. Like if you consider the kind of the, the cryptocurrency 2.0 space, Ripple is, is a cool player and I, I have total faith in them. Um, and Ethereum is the kind of new kid on the block that could be totally revolutionary and completely crazy but their plan is they're going to open up like an IPO so people can sort of buy in ahead of time so they can say yeah I'll give you some cash this is a new and coin this is a new coin okay. yeah, yeah but it's, it's next level it's, it's a new, it's new technology exactly. as well built on the blockchain it's, yeah. not, it's not copy like a lot of them are yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay it's like three stages going from <coughs> a coin to like a blockchain and, and, a, and a protocol to also like a programming language specifically built for that protocol and that coin There's just I, I try Christ. and uh,
2: the, I, I, I think the simplest way to explain it is uh, Bitcoin is a trustless store of value And trustless transactions. Uh, Ethereum enables trustless computation. what that actually means, what you can do with it can get very complicated. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, totally messy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think anybody brilliant.
1: really understands. I don't think the guys making it really understand, but it sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> but the key, the, the thing that gets me from a kind of currency point of view, like the whole kind of quantitative easing monetary policy point of view, is that these guys aren't restricting it to a certain amount. What they're saying is how, how much gets bought in at the beginning in the, in the IPO, a certain proportion of that is going to then be released every year, right? So they're going to kind of run it as a completely different style of cryptocurrency to anything in the market today, because everything in the market today is fixed and so it'll be interesting to see how that plays not, out
2: not only that there's a few other coins where the developers have promised to do that oh have they and they've uh, some of them have done it some of them haven't right, right, right uh with ethereum it will be in a in a distributed contract that okay. can't be broken yeah. okay yeah um, so it will just it will happen it will happen um,
0: i want to finish on uh, mr satoshi nakamoto the possibly fictional creator of the oh, bitcoin stop. They, uh, to Satoshi, he was giving him a toast. You know, they, they thought they found him in California, some Japanese guy. They, they stormed him. The news did. They exposed him. Everyone felt bad about this guy. <laughs> actually, they, on, that, on that Rogan show where Andreas was there, they actually were donating money for his cause because he was, like, harassed and everything. Um, was that Satoshi? Is Satoshi still out there? Or does it even matter? Ivan?
1: I don't think it was Satoshi. I think it had to be multiple people. I still i am a big believer of that. Um, I don't think anybody's really going to ever find out, but I am hoping that sometime in the next couple of years, some guy's just going to walk out and it's going to be like, it's me. <laughs> like, how cool, how cool would that be, right? And he will become, I don't know, Iron Man, right? He's going to be Tony Stark. He's going to be like, I've got 100,000. He will and he million, won't right? But does he steam. own
0: them by definition or not? Well,
1: he'll or- have the largest wallet. I mean, it would, be, it would be ridiculous if a guy developed this currency and did not have the largest because wallet. Because he would
0: have been mining by definition? Yeah.
1: yeah. He's, he's got, uh, Was it, 10% of the... Is that right? So is there yeah, a, a wallet, wallet with
0: 10%? Which is, yeah, you can so see So there is can a can blockchain. Wallet, that, yeah.
2: or I don't know if it's one wallet or more, but yeah, right. you can see it. It's just the, sitting dormant. Just go back to the start of the blockchain and look at the genesis oh, okay. block. And, and it's know, 10, it 10% went. of the market I th- cap? I, mean, I, I don't know if it's 10% or 1%, but it's, it's a it's okay. a large chunk. A chunk well,
1: the boss um, twins have got 1%. So if they've right. got 1%, I think he's got 10, more. Exactly.
2: But I think there's a lot of reasons he's anonymous. If you look at what Bitcoin can do it can, uh, there's, there's central banks all around the world, some of which are good, some of which are bad, some of which are absolutely terrible. Mm. Um, for the bad and the terrible ones, uh, Bitcoin provides a way that they can't basically screw over their people. They can't print money and do, a, do what Zimbabwe did do what argentina seems to be doing right um, yeah big
0: in argentina yeah, right? people are talking yeah. about it's it, a right?
2: threat to these uh, to these massive powers right argentina um,
0: lies about their inflation numbers yeah, basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but some max Kaiser says the uk lies about their inflation numbers so
2: I, so that's where that's where the the uk one i'd say is really is a really good central bank but that's only in comparison to worldwide mm-hmm. central banks i i still think there's massive issues with that
0: okay uh, uh is satoshi real or not
2: uh, Satoshi uh, well some somebody built it um, somebody made it he's real uh, I reckon he's still around I doubt he'll come out because of exactly those issues I doubt he'll come out in public until perhaps his deathbed that'll mm. be brilliant mm. um honestly though it doesn't matter yeah like, that's
0: back to my answer yeah, it doesn't who, matter who invented it's, shoes you stole my answer
2: I use shoes every day yeah, who's, who invented shoes <laughs> yeah, I haven't yeah, heard yeah, that yeah. one that's
0: good yeah. uh, before we end you mentioned the Winklevoss they came out the other day and said uh, of course they would say this of course they would B- yeah. Bitcoin's <laughs> going to be bigger than Facebook <laughs> they really need to get over the Facebook thing yeah. you need to <laughs> just um,
1: yeah. you need to move on <laughs> yeah you've got to love it do you reckon that was an accident like literally a Freudian slip
0: where they were like oh, why did I just say that right yeah. well right. I, I, I think those guys don't it's very American very American like,
1: No chance, like, <laughs> yeah, that's so hung up. On
0: it. So, what, what's their take? They have a what they have 1% of the market. Yeah, they, have 1%. They, have a, they have a what they are they in BitPay? They have a BitPayment company, don't They've
1: they? They've just invested into that. I'm pretty sure they came that's, into the right yeah. one. Of the one of, the, that's right, one of the two. And they're big trying rounds. to
0: get a fund where you can invest in yeah. Bitcoins. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's ready yet. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. It's
1: gone through a few of the stages that people weren't sure it was going to get through. So, actually, it's looking promising by the end of the year. This ETF should be live. It's, there's
2: a couple of others going live yeah. as well. Yeah, um, are you bullish? from the
1: week of uh, am I bullish on the ETF? No, on them. Uh, oh, on, on the them ETF, in general. Them, you know what? It. Yeah, I, I've thought about that. I, first of all, major ratings for anyone who does like Harvard Olympic rowing and then also just gets 1% of all Bitcoin. Like just, I've got to say Antics that. And on Facebook. Right, <laughs> and takes on Facebook. So respect yeah. to them for that. Now, okay. we're, we're, the whole court case was a bit dubious. You know, all I've seen is the movie. I've got to say, I know neither them nor Mark right. Zuckerberg. So I've got no real take on it. What, was what, did, ever-
0: what did they end up with a percentage of Facebook? They ended it up It a chunky amount. It was just SM. under 100 million. I've, I'm,
1: I'm the I'm the same as you just looking at the movie percentage points even. percentage wasn't that big they weren't <laughs> okay. for cash because it was like oh, okay. how much they were owed at the time and so on but okay. it was like a hundred million dollars thereabouts. so they're, okay. they're cool
0: alright so but based on the movie you're okay with them
1: so based on the movie that's the only bit that I know about the whole kind of court case with Facebook so right. because I don't know anything about it I'm parking it yeah. I just I, I respect the fact that these guys everything they put their mind to they do it properly they didn't have a bit of Bitcoin they've got 1% of all Bitcoin like that's that's cool I like that yeah they Put some decent money in yeah, the yeah. um, I, I think the movie makes them look a
2: bit bit mean, but bit evil. Um, but uh, yeah, as you said, I don't know in real life, yeah. Um, certainly, I, I agree with their view anyway. Um, I think it will be figured on Facebook. So, I know
0: people that met of and, and they said that they are exactly like the guys, in the really. World. I mean, you know, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're characteristics, yeah, but yeah. both you guys they are both welcome to come on the show when they're in London. Uh, but yeah, they, they keep fighting, right? I mean, yeah, they could yeah. they could cower away, but they're, they're out there swinging. So, yeah, yeah. and let's be honest, Zuckerberg didn't look great in the movie either so that's, true. that's but true anyways there you go um guys thanks so much for being here uh this has been one of my favorite episodes ever because we're just talking that's and talking awesome. about this stuff um let's just get some details Hugh if people want to get in touch with you and buy a million dollars worth of bitcoins or sell <laughs> uh how do they do that
2: uh drop me an email at uh Hugh that's hugh at net.
0: okay Um, And uh, what's your preferred, I mean, besides yourself, but what's your preferred applications uh, in the UK for buying and selling coins? I mean, I use Bitstamp, but maybe I don't know. um, know. So we run run the ATM and and
2: the brokerage. We also run our own exchange. So Cointrader.net is our exchange. Check it out. You can register an account and get trading straight away.
0: Okay. And if you want to buy Bitcoins on the sly, wear a mustache and some glasses and go down to the vape lab (laughs) on Shortage High Street and just... (laughs) Or you can uh, call yep. Hugh. Watch, so, right. yeah. Watch
2: out for the camera. Watch out for the camera. I'll be there most of the time as well. So if you want to come and say hi, um, we'll, we'll be there.
0: And you do those Tuesday nights? Uh, yeah.
2: Do- so every Tuesday night, we do a beginner's intro to Bitcoin. Um, it's 4 to 8, uh, four, 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock. And then we've got a whole mix from complete beginners to Bitcoin.
1: And then throughout the evening, it turns into a networking event, really.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Ivan, how do people get a hold of you? What's going on? uh,
1: uh, IvanMazor.com, at IvanMazor. you know, any any way they want. If you're selling stuff (laughs) online right now, if you need a piece of software to make you more money, get you better customers, then Ametria, Ametria Ametria.com right there.
0: Big data. You're the man Big data. Big
1: data for retail. And your blog
0: is chock full of information, including a rather long article on Bitcoin. It's a good article. If anybody's
1: still got some time after watching this, definitely go and check it out. IvanMazor.com. Search for Bitcoin on the blog. It's a good
0: article. Right. You said that everyone, you said that the number of requests have Picked up recently mm-hmm. for explanation, so you decided just to bust out.
1: Absolutely, people just kept on emailing me. They were like, What is Bitcoin? Can you tell me more about it? Because then you asked quite vocal. And so I just wrote a giant blog post, which I thought it was the easiest way of doing it. Awesome,
0: check that out. I tweeted it out earlier. Yeah, Read that you, post, you. you know, just to
1: hopefully by the time this is uh, out there, uh, you'll
2: be able to get burritos in Box Park for
0: Bitcoin. For that'd be cool. And people can just download a wallet, you can carry it on your phone, yeah. and you can go ahead and transact that way. So, so
2: there's, uh, if you're on iOS, by the way, uh, Google for uh, Fever that's P H E E V A. It's a third-party wallet, so put, you, know, you only put a certain amount, but Apple can't block it, from what I understand. Right,
0: so if you've got an iPhone, you can walk around with an app, but it's third-party, as in they hold the coins, ultimately.
2: Uh, yeah, so you have to trust them a certain amount. I keep about $100 on there so that I can, you know, I can pay for burritos, I can pay for drinks. Um, I you know, Put your main account somewhere else, uh, but it certainly means you can get around the
0: Apple block fantastic alright good to know awesome uh, as we say on Silicon Real, it's about the people uh, thanks so much guys I'm really glad we got uh, hashed this out about Bitcoin if you don't own some Bitcoins go buy some because that's the only way you're ultimately going to know how to use the technology <coughs> so go do that if you want to hit us up it's hello at we or on Twitter etc cetera, etc cetera. guys thanks so much for being here thank you, thank you very much all the best be great. all right I mean I love it like obviously I mean I have a shit day and I go downstairs and I put my light on my bike and I cycle home and I'm grinning by the time I get home and it's, it's a funny thing because people a lot of the comments were how they've noticed people seeing them obviously more and, and like thumbs up from other cyclists and taxi drivers and bus drivers and a few interesting insights that I hadn't thought of when I was designing it was um they realised a lot of people commented on how when drivers overtake them, they take longer to cut back in than they would otherwise. They'd wait till they've gone past the projection and then cut mm-hmm. back in a few yards ahead
1: rather than just nipping straight in.